What's up, party people? It's your boys, Brad and Skyler. Hey, how you doing? Skyler, you've been keeping up with the draft, the NFL draft. It's great to have live sports back, although it's not Is really it? live sports. It's a live sports event. Yeah, I would think that like uh, people, like the whole esports and um, you know, like video games, like that would be take off right well, now. Yeah, because it's virtual. Why are they not doing more of those things? I don't know. I just don't. I think there's a limit to how much you can sell people watching people play video games. I don't think so, man. I think it's it is taking it, off on Twitch. If you I go mean, on Twitch, there's some people kids, making millions off of just well. I mean, kid, video people games. kids love watching other people play video games. That's valid. I mean, it's that was never me when I was. I I never imagined that becoming big when oh, I was no. a kid. But I it mean, is can huge. you imagine someone playing Mario Kart like regular <laughs> Nintendo? They're just phenomenal, and millions of people are watching them online. I guess that wouldn't be regular Nintendo; it'd be Super Nintendo. I, I, might watch, out, right? I might watch a really good Mario Kart player. That game gets pretty entertaining. Who is your character? I mean, I just liked regular Mario. Oh, that's nobody. Sorry. Nobody's Mario or Yoshi. I was Toadstool. I was a big Toadstool person. So okay, he's decent. Shout out to the Toadstools <laughs> of the world. Well, today we're talking about pets crying. And lying, so let's dive in right into pets. Mm. Number one. We got some tips here. Did you have a pet growing up? I did. My, my mom and dad bought me a dog when I was in fourth grade for a birthday gift. A, they adopted a dog from the local pounds, a half bird dog, half lab named Honey, and she was awesome. Okay. Did you have to take care of her? I did. I had, to, I had to feed her each morning and get her water. And then my parents wanted me to walk her at least once a week. Once a week? Yeah. Okay. Not too much, you know. It's okay. Like, I know people that walk their dogs way more than that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you really should probably. Oh, yeah. Dogs shouldn't just be doing nothing. I mean, they're like little kids. You don't want your kids in the house all day. They mm-hmm. need to go run around. Just they like do. Just like dogs. Agreed. I mean, that's what Cesar Milan says. We went through a... Caesar Milan stage. We like watched every episode, <laughs> and we were like, we were. I mean, we were just going to like everyone's dogs that we knew. <laughs> All right, tip number one: supervise. Especially younger kids should be supervised around the family dog. Mm. Yeah, rough play or an accidental tumble could result in defensive growling, snapping, or even biting. I'll tell you something right now. If, if my if a dog bites my kid, they're done. That dog is not going to live to see the end of that day. Mm. I'm just telling you right now. It or at least I'm not going to see it. It's I'm going and dropping it off, taking the microchip out manually and being like, hey, good luck, man, or lady, dog, <laughs> get out of here. Um, number two, teach proper manners. Mm, that's so true. And, some kids don't know how to even just yeah, and you know interact what? with a dog without being mean or just dumb. Yeah, and there's like uh, you can tell when they when kids have been raised around dogs. Like, so we had our dog uh, before we got married, and then we got rid of our dog. Like, we we gave our dog to somebody out in the country that has more dogs and land than we'll ever have. That's how it always goes. And um, the boys were probably, gosh, I want to say like maybe three, mm-hmm. three ish, and so they were kind of grew up with with Samson, our dog, with mm-hmm. a little chocolate lab. And so they're like not afraid of dogs, which is great, mm-hmm. but they're almost a little too confident. So they're yeah. walking up to like could be crazy dogs, but they have such a good energy, hashtag Caesar Milan, that most dogs are great. And good so, energy is key. Yeah. Whenever I've, you know, the whole thing about dogs can know when they know when you're like 
nervous. nervous. They yeah. can smell it just like a horse. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. doubt that. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like whenever I see kids afraid of dogs, that's kind of sad. Yeah, I, I mean, guess not, they have some that, experience. Yeah, or not that they didn't, or they don't have any. Yeah. You know, it's not that they... Just assume the worst. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of just, man, especially like a chocolate lab. Like a chocolate lab is not going to take you down, mm-hmm. even if it wanted to. Um, but whatever. Number three, reward good behavior. Mm. The best motivation for appropriate doggy behavior usually takes the place of positive reinforcement, namely in the form of a treat. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's how you train animals. Yeah. Right? I mean, I guess there's some places that like train them by punishing them. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Tiger King. But mm. we won't get into that. We will not. We don't believe it. We don't stand for that here on the yeah. Two Average Dads podcast. Absolutely. Number four, respect your dog. As hard it, as hard as it may be to imagine, not all dogs appreciate the company of children. Mm. Don't force those kinds of interactions on your canine companion. What? I mean, why even have a dog? Like, yeah. if you've got kids, you need to you need to be thinking about that when you get a dog. You can't just get, I mean, you're committed for, Until I mean, what? So there's a lot of big dogs that are at least 10 years old. I mean, yeah. and like small ones can live to be like 20 or something like that. I mean, that's a big commit. It's like, I don't know. It seems a little crazy if you're going to, mm-hmm. I mean, you're just going to keep your dog away from them? Then whatever. Yeah. One thing I did love was that our kids used to crawl all over Samson and just like pull out his ears, mess with his mouth. And it was like three little kids playing on him. And I was just, he would always look up at me, kind of real pitiful. And I would just be like, you deserve this. You were such a pain <laughs> for so long that I need you to just, you know, feel it. Feel these kids just crawling all over you. I love it. Okay. That's good. Did you have any other weird pets? Um, we had a turtle, but What? Yes. Did you find it? No, uh we had a Or did you buy it? We had a family friend who sold them and so what? My, my parents allowed us to have one that didn't need to be in water apparently, but like somehow we like lost it. I mean, Whoa. It, like it ran off. I mean, I wouldn't say run off, but like it we yeah, we it, misplaced it, and misplaced I think it found it. a better place in some kind of creek or something. Wow. And then we had a hamster named Tarzan, and he he lived a pretty prosperous life. Uh, really doing well for the hamster community, or I mean, he did. He got out a lot, so he could crawl around the house for a while, seems, and then we just catch him. Seems like a lot of your pets get out. Yeah, we, we, I wasn't. A, I'm not gonna say I, I was the right kid for pet owning and and responsibility. The hamster technically wasn't mine; it was my sister's. Hamsters are great. My brother and I had hamsters. I had a hamster named Charlie. I tortured it though, because I'd put it oh in the ball. Oh my gosh! I put it in the ball and I'd kind of like push you it. No, you played soccer with it. Yeah. Wow. So. I'm sorry, animal people. We definitely just lost them on this podcast. Yeah, but. they're out. Um, this is kind of weird. So I had a hamster named Charlie and my wife had a pet rat named Charlie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Rat. It's weird that they're both named Charlie. It's weirder that she had a pet rat. Why a rat? I guess people, um, people like they're smart and you can train them to do tasks. I don't know. I think it's kind of weird. That's kind of gross. I mean, hamsters are cute, but rats, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't, 
I don't, I don't agree with it either. I'll have to talk to Arl about that. Number two. Number two, crying. We're going to talk about managing crying with oh, babies, man. toddlers, and then preschoolers. So let's get through this. Got a let's, lot of this right now. Let's do life. this. How to manage your baby's crying. Mm. I can't wait to hear these tips. Uh, put your baby in a pram or a baby sling and go for a walk. You can even take a drive as long as you're not too tired. Have you done that yet? Um, we do go on walks. I mean, go on walks, but have, yeah. you, have you driven? Just like put her in the car? She does fall asleep, but we wouldn't do that like intentionally. I think yeah. we try to find other ways before we I had a couple buddies around. that would do that. And I, I think I just come up with this whole thing of like, and where I just like, I feel like if you accommodate everything a baby does, they're just going to continue doing those things. Yeah. So I, a lot of things I was just like, like maybe they wanted to move a lot. Uh, like, like Garen, like Garen would be like, play, he would be like, like, he, oh, he likes to mm-hmm. move like this. And I was like, I'm not moving my baby. I don't <laughs> want my baby to think that I'm, every time I'm going to hold it, I'm going to move it. And so I was like very, maybe I was pretty stubborn about just like, I'm just going to hold you. I'm not going <laughs> to, I don't want to be the getting up and rocking like for an hour and a half home group meeting. But some people do, man. Yeah. I mean, there's sometimes you just got to do it. But every time I just kid, I wasn't going to commit to it. But I don't even have scientific facts on that. Um, I just didn't do it with my kids. And so they didn't require it. So I might have just gotten lucky. Yeah. I mean, but you never know. You can't. Yeah. Can't control it. Right now, that's what Kaya wants to do. She, she likes being rocked or moved. I think it's only when she has energy, though. Like, energy means, like, she wants to observe and see things. She does not want to be laying on a bed or anything. So, that's mm. not bad. She usually chills after a couple of minutes. Well, and she barely weighs anything, so. Yeah. It's when they're. Yeah, when, when she they, puts on, to like, if she's, like, 30 pounds when or something. When she gets up to a 30-pound dumbbell. Yeah. It's going to be tough to swing around. You got to kind of, let you got to die to that. But you get stronger, so that's good. That's true. Ask a friend or relative to help at the times of day when your baby cries most. <laughs> That's really oh, man. Right now. Hey, um, mom, uh, our baby's crying a lot. Can you watch it right now? Yeah, I don't know I if like, that's helpful. You got to figure out your baby. Like yeah. you've got to have those moments of trying to figure out what's and going on. I feel on. like you do. I mean, who does that? I, I think that's a that's a. I a think tip. when you're overwhelmed, that's a tip from somebody that no one. I mean, I get like, hey, ask a friend if you are like, if you just need some help, especially if you have multiple kids and it's just like, hey, can you take this one kid yeah. for a little bit while we... I wouldn't say but, friend, I'd say relative. I think relative is the yeah. only... You'd have to be a pretty good friend. Yeah. Uh, if you're feeling overwhelmed, put your baby somewhere safe and take a five-minute break. Letting your baby cry for a few minutes won't hurt her. It's true. And it can help you get things under control. Yeah. It's always okay to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Can't be I agree. afraid of that. Yep. Um, I always, we always did the thing where like Arlen's parents are great parents. And so we just figured like, hey, we'll just ask them what they did. Mm-hmm. And I just don't, like if you're out there and you're like, man, I just wish I could ask somebody. You can. You can just ask other people that are parents mm-hmm. for help or just ask them what they did. Yeah. You don't need to figure this thing out. You've There's been parents for like, of thousands and mm-hmm. thousands and whatever years. Mm-hmm. It's like you aren't going to make up some magic process to where your kid is 
better. If any, it'll definitely make a magic process to make them worse mm-hmm. of a human. But who am I, man? Let's go into toddlers here. If you think your child might be tired, a rest might help. Or you could give her some quiet time listening to music or a story. What's... Yeah. Yeah. Some kids respond better to noise around them. They don't like the quiet. Yeah, or just reading a book. Even when they can't talk, just reading a book to them. They like that, seeing pictures and Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll put on some music sometimes, and Kaya gets pretty chill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If the crying happens at bedtime, you might need some help settling your child. Mm. Well, yeah, duh. Uh, If your child is angry or having a tantrum, take him somewhere safe to calm down. Hmm. What we did is like, oh, if you're having a tantrum, um, you go to your room. You can't do your tantrum out here. So we always, we did this thing and we got it from Arnold's mom and it was just like, what do you do when they're just like going freaking out and being little whiny babies? It's just like, hey, look, it's okay if you're sad and you can cry, but if you're going to act like that, just go to your room. Just go to your room and do that. You, mm. you just can't do it out here, mm-hmm. especially with three of them. It's just like, can you imagine three kids just tantruming? I, I, I would. Yeah, I'm just keeping dissolve. that one in mind. I think I'm going to use that as well. It's just, it's such a good thing to be like, hey, look, it's okay to be sad. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're not sad. They're like mad. Yeah. And it's like, hey, look, you you need to go do that in your room. You mm-hmm. can do that in your room, but you can't do it out here. And it's so easy. It's just like, way easier than trying to deal with it. If your child is frustrated, try to work out a solution together. I'm gonna not even going to read the rest of that because I don't agree with it. I don't think you need to find a solution together. I think you just tell your kid. Talk to your kid why they're frustrated. You just need to be able to process it. You don't have to help them, yeah. We always say, if they're because sometimes they'll just, you know, just be like, just real whiny, or they'll get mad, and we're like, hey, look, we always want to talk to you. You can always use your words. Men, we use our words to talk and talk about feelings, and we don't use our actions. We don't. You know, mm-hmm. we don't get mad and stomp the ground. We use our words. Mm-hmm. Like, tell us when you're mad. We want to talk to you. I feel like mm-hmm. I tell them that every day. Yeah. Maybe one day it'll it'll kick in, but it's like, guys, we can't talk like that. That's not how... There's no instant results a lot of times with parenting. Mm-hmm. You just got to keep, keep being faithful. If your toddler is just cranky, try a change of scenery, like a walk outside. Give them a bubble bath or put on some kids' music and dance around together. That sounds like you, Brad. I feel like you're a dancer. I'm not a dancer. I will, I will dance in front of them, but it's more of like a... They think it's funny right now. It'll probably be embarrassing yeah, for them when they're older. Hilarious. But we'll dance some. Yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll all of them will all dance. So they're, I think they're, they'll all be dancers. Yeah, they will. I'm, you're going to have to teach them some stuff because I don't... <laughs> Uh, I play the music, but I don't dance to the music, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's get into preschoolers here. Give your child a chance to calm down. Then ask him what was, what, what has made him so upset. Show you're listening by repeating his feelings back to him. Mm. So, for example, you're feeling sad because Sam wouldn't play with you. Mm. That's good. You yeah. definitely want to give him a chance to calm down. I think it's the whole thing of just talking. Use your words and not, mm-hmm. you know noises and, and actions. Uh, offer your child some other ways to deal with the situation. For example, how about you ask to join in Jay's game instead? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Usually they don't want to do that, though. They yeah. just want to feel. This is good right here. Make sure your child understands that sometimes it's okay to cry. For example, when something sad happens or when she gets hurt. So, yeah. 
I, that's important. Don't tell your kid you stop crying. Don't do that. That's a tough. See, that's that's the thing that I think I I th- I want to explore more when it comes to parenting. Obviously, I'm not there yet. But what's the line of I w- I don't want them to be complaining, but part of their complaining is going to be emotionally driven. But then also, I want them to be able to process their feelings. Well, it depends. If it's more feelings, well, the 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 problem is like they're not in a optimal state. They're in a mm-hmm. they're like. They're not actually wanting to talk about it. Yeah, they're not. So you basically have to get them to a calm state. So that's why we just go, hey, go to your room, come out when you have a good attitude, or just when you're basically not screaming anymore. Calm down, yeah. And then let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I would never just say, stop crying. Yeah. There's seems, a temptation to unhealthy. do that in impatience or anger. I can see. Oh, yeah. Well, and I, it seems like, I mean, that's what, I feel like a lot of old people, that's what they... Mm-hmm. You know, stop crying. We don't men don't cry. Mm-hmm. Like, man, if you want to, you know, ruin your child, you can tell them that. But mm-hmm. we ain't doing that. Number three, lying. Mm. Yeah. Man, I see this, a lot of this with kiddos. Um, I was a liar the other day. Yes. We had um, the twins. Um, one of them did something, and we weren't sure who. And so um, it wasn't who it normally would be. And so oh we asked Shepard, we're like, who did it, Shep? And he told us. And then um, we asked uh, one of the twins. They were standing, one was standing in front of the other one. And we're like, hey, bud, did, did your brother do this? Or like, who did it? We don't know who did it. Please tell us who did it. And he goes, the one behind me. And he was talking about his twin brother. <laughs> he said, the one behind me. I was like... You can just call him by his name. Like, clearly, it's so funny. He doesn't want to, like, get him in trouble. Yeah, they look he out for each so other. bad. Twins look out for each other. I'm like, telling you. Well, one of them looks out more than the other one. But And the fact that he was, like, the one behind me, like, we all don't know what that means, like, including yeah. him. James is a little protector of Jordan. I like that. It'll, it'll, be, it'll pay dividends when they're older, but right now I'm sure it's... <laughs> can be frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, you want to encourage them to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Have conversations about lying and telling the truth with your children. Mm. Um, for example, how would mom feel if dad lied to her? Or what happens when you lie to a teacher? Mm. That's good. Kind of play through a scenario. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's good for everything with kids. It's just like practice the situation before you do it. Mm-hmm. We always try to do like a thing before we go in, or before I take the kids in a store. I'm like, hey guys, look, let's get a game plan together. Huddle up, hands in the middle. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, we're going to go in the store. We're going to get this one thing and then we're going to get out of the store. Everybody with me? Mm-hmm. We're on the same page. One, two, three, Michael. Mm-hmm. And then we, so I feel like, yeah, walking through lying, something like that would be like really hurtful. Um, help your child avoid situations where he feels the need to lie. For example, if you ask your child if he spilled his milk, he might feel tempted to lie. To avoid the situation, you could just say, I see there's been an accident with the milk. Let's clean it up. Have you done that before? Or are you more just, let's get to the truth? Gosh, I don't know. I can almost see why that would be better. Yeah. It, it, like it, you don't want to give them the, like you don't want to shame, like you don't want to shame them. Yeah. I probably do that sometimes where I say, ask, I'm like, did you spill that? Instead of being like, did you spill that? Okay, let's clean it up. Yeah. You know, Ireland does that. I don't. 
It's crazy. I'm how like, kids did you remember that stuff? Yeah. That's, yeah. I have to. Fight. I think in impatience, you want to shame them, so they won't do it again. But that's not a good yeah, long term. It's like a lot of it is backwards. Parenting is like mm-hmm. it's like not what you should do. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. But uh, let's see this one. Praise your child when she owns up to to doing something wrong. For example, I'm so glad you told me what happened. Let's work together to sort things out. Have you had some moments like that with the kid, with the boys? Yeah. If they've admit, whenever they admit to us they did something, um, it's like a huge difference. Yeah. It's like everybody's, it's like, hey, thank you for just telling me. Well, now we can just deal with it. It's almost like I don't even care about the spilled milk. I just care about you lying or you. Yeah. You know, not telling us the truth. It's like mm-hmm. if you just admit to it, then we can just worry about the the milk. I mean, that kind of makes sense in my head now that I think about it. But mm-hmm. um, Shepard did something the other day, and he was like really sad about. It. He was like he like owned up to it, and he was sad about it. And it was like, can mm-hmm. you just do that for everything? Just feel bad about everything that you ever do. <laughs> can <laughs> you be just awesome. be perfect? <laughs> uh, be a role model for telling the truth. For example, I made a mistake in a report I wrote for work today. I told my boss so we could fix it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think you should be honest with your kids. Like maybe you, That you is know. super helpful. I remember that as a kid when my mom would admit like, hey, I got mad at you and I was snappy. And it, and it really made me feel loved. It made me feel like, okay, I can trust her. I don't know what it was. It doesn't seem, it seems counterintuitive. That well, it's just like security, that, yeah. Yeah, but it, it, it grew my, my trust and my relationship with my mom. So I think I want to do it with my kids. When yeah. I make a mistake, just apologize. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, now now we're talking deliberate lies, mm. how to handle those. Oh, boy. Um, if your child tells a deliberate lie, the first step is to let him know that lying isn't okay. Mm-hmm. He also needs to know why not. Mm-hmm. You might like to make a family rule about lying. Yeah, no lying. Let's not lie. Is there a helpful? Is there a bigger consequence for you when your kids lie? Yeah, intentionally about something. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, there's a difference of just like. Um, yeah, no. It's probably like if I had to put it in percentages, it's twice as bad mm-hmm. of just not telling us. Yeah. So. Um. We try to handle that because, like, I mean, I feel like I'd rather deal with all that now, than, and I don't want like an eighteen-year-old to lie to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. not that what we're doing is going to prevent that from happening, but I feel like, mm-hmm. on average, I would rather uh, deal with four, five, six-year-olds lying to me than fourteen, fifteen, sixteen-year-old lying to me. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking like pretty serious stuff. Yeah. Uh, the next step is to use appropriate consequences. Try to deal separately with the lying and the behavior mm-hmm. that led to it. For example, if you if your child drew on the walls and then lied about it, I mean, <laughs> that hasn't happened here multiple times in different <laughs> rooms. For sure. Uh, you might have a consequence for each of these things, but if your child is lying to cover up a mistake, like spilling a drink, you might just decide to use a consequence for the lying and then clean up the mess together. Mm-hmm. So like that's the difference of like, if they confess to something, I almost like, Oh yeah, buddy. No problem. Let's fix the thing that you mm-hmm. you broke or spilled or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you lie about it, gosh, it's it's so much more frustrating that way. Um, 
Make a time to talk calmly with your child. Tell her how her lying makes you feel, how it affects your relationship with her, and what it might be like if family and friends stop trusting her. Hmm. I feel like that's a little bit of an older child, but yeah, I mean, definitely like does something to relationships. Oh yeah, yeah. You, I mean, I think the more trust is built, the more freedom parents typically give yeah. their kids. So I'm oh, sure yeah. you do the same even with your little kiddos. Mm-hmm. Uh, always tell your child when you know that he isn't telling the truth, but try to avoid asking him all the time if he's telling the truth. Yeah. And also avoid calling him a liar. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, I would not. Uh, I would not do that. That's probably not healthy. <laughs> Shocking. That uh, this might lead to even more lying. That is, if your child believes he's a liar, he might as well as keep lying. Mm-hmm. You could say something like, you're usually very honest with me, but I just can't understand what else would have happened to the last cupcake. Mm. Mm. We do a thing now where it's like, we start to like group group punish because it's like, y'all aren't going to tell on each other and all y'all are going to get in trouble. And it's like, or if like somebody's doing something that they shouldn't be doing and the other two don't say anything about it, they're in trouble. It's like, yeah, you're, we, this is a team. I need one person your to tell me, yeah, I need an accomplice. Just give me like a, I need a snitch. I need somebody on the inside. <laughs> Just tell me what happened and you won't get in trouble. Mm-hmm. But if you, it, it's the whole thing of like, it's, I guess it's a little different than lying. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if you see your brother's doing something that they shouldn't be doing and you don't say anything, you're in trouble. Like You're, you're guilty. Yeah, you're guilty. It's basically like you did it. Mm-hmm. That happens all the time. I can't wait till maybe it won't happen. Mm, yeah, good luck with that one. Especially <laughs> when they're in high school. I know. Make it easier for your child not to lie. You can start by thinking about why your child might be telling lies. For example, if your child is lying to get your attention, consider more positive ways you could give her attention and boost her self-esteem. If she's lying to get things she wants, consider a reward system that lets her earn the things instead. Man. That's tough. Yeah, I feel like I uh, I lied a lot to get get my way in high school. Yeah, you did. Well, just uh, yeah, my parents were pretty they were pretty strict with me, but it was because I didn't earn their trust. I wouldn't honor curfews. I wouldn't honor calling them when I changed places, and and so. But my sister got a lot of freedom. So. Yeah, but I found myself in just kind of. What was your curfew up. in high school? Um, I think it was like. I think it was midnight when I was midnight? like midnight. Yeah. I mean, oh man, dude, that is. I feel like that's super late. Yeah, midnight or eleven thirty. Man, I feel like my parents. That was senior. I think that was like senior year. I feel like I can't imagine. And I mean, I guess well, that was on like a Friday or Saturday. Obviously, on like yeah. a weekday, it was like no. Nah, like, that's gonna be hard for me to even. Be like, oh yeah, boys. What, I'm gonna be in bed when you get home. Yeah, what's your rule gonna be? But your parent- like, imagine them. They're 16. They want to hang out with their friends. It's a it's I a Friday. Go night. hang out with your friends. But I say, I feel like, man, I don't know. I don't know what time I'm gonna go to bed. Normally, Arlen and I will start to like. Yeah. I mean, if it's a good night, we'll just be in bed by 10. Yeah. If it's a medium night, 10:30, and if we're like, we gotta watch the last episode of This Is Us, we just have to. <laughs> then it's 11. But yeah. I don't think we go past 11. So yeah. I would think that I would say right now, 11, like I want you home while I'm 
still conscious. Awake. Yeah, you want to be able to, you want to be up when they get back. My home. mom would stay up. I think every time I was ever out, I think yeah. she would stay up. Yeah. Did your mom do that? Yeah. Or were your my, parents just like my parent? No, my parents would most of the time. They would, they would wait up for me, um, and so. That's why usually the way I would get around it is I would say, well, I'm staying the night at somebody's house. And that was my way to feel like I don't have to adhere to any curfew. Yeah. But, yeah, I I just, I, I overvalued, like, the moment of being with my friends over that rule. And so uh, I mean, yeah, me. that's I just, I just high school in a nut, nutshell right there. It's I just, just didn't like, care. I was like, oh, let's hang out more. Like, what's, yeah. yeah. I mean, because that's, like, all Thumb you want out. in high school is just <laughs> hanging out with friends. It's so true. It's the peak. All right, and this last one is lying about serious issues. Mm. Uh, here's what to do if you suspect your child is lying to protect someone else. Reassure your child that he'll be safe if he tells the truth. Mm. That's great. Yeah. Let your child know you'll do everything you can to make things better. Mm. Those are the two things. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some serious issues. I mean, I don't think I, I was a pretty like... Uh, legalistic kid growing up and so I didn't do a lot of lying maybe the only I feel like is it lying when you just don't tell your parents things like one time I don't think my mom still knows this and she definitely doesn't listen to this podcast but I was playing in high school we were playing with little firecrackers like not like the bigger little ones but like little black cats yeah Yeah. and I threw one in the bird bath and it was like and it made like a little splash. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, that's fun. I'm going to do that again. You know, and I was like, oh, this is super fun. I did it one more time and it cracked the bird bird bath, like a stone on a pedestal. Oh, wow. Bird bath just cracked it into three pieces, fell on the ground. And then I was just like, I'm not, I didn't even say anything about it. <laughs> I think she just got rid of it. But she didn't even think about asking me, unless she just knew. And she was like, I don't even want to deal with that kid right mm-hmm. now. But I definitely, mom... Definitely broke that bird bath. Sorry about that. I should have told you the truth, but I was afraid. Yeah. But well, yeah. well, man, it's been a good time. Uh, make sure to uh, email us, two average dads podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. We'll take any questions. We're going to answer them. If any that we get, they will be answered 100% on the air. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Tell them where they can find us on social media. Go on Instagram at Two Average Dads Podcast and uh, give us a follow. And if you, also, if you wanted to contact us or connect with us through that, you're welcome to message us as well. That's right. Just remember, I think I misspoke on that email. It's just Two Average Dads at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or DM us. Slide in our DMs on Instagram. We're mm-hmm. more than uh, willing to uh, answer any questions you guys have about parenting or anything like that. Well, until next time, we'll see you guys next week. Enjoy your weekend.